You've tuned in to this week's episode of Cornerstone Conversations. Good morning, everyone, and good morning to Matt Koenig, Assistant Pastor. This is Neil Wright, Pastor at Cornerstone Christian Fellowship. We're on to our 20th podcast. And 20. 20. 20. A bit rusty. We haven't done one for a few weeks. I've been away. You've had a baby. Um, yeah. Well, you didn't actually have it, but you were no, there. No, I was there. Yeah? It How happened. was it? It was great. It yeah. happened. Did you cry? Um, no. Wow, hard-hearted. Yep. Unbelievable. So what did you have, Matt? Tell us about uh, your new baby. We, we had a little boy, uh, Jeshua Matthew is his name. Great name. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the second one. Yeah, um, nice. No, he was, uh, I don't know, what was he, 54 centimetres long? Yep. So nearly had to go back because he wasn't legal size <laughs> uh, from a barrel point of view. But that, no, he was allowed to stay out. Um, um, and four, no. Oh, no. You can't remember the weight. 3.8. 3.8. 3.8 kilos. Nice. Uh, and uh, both mum and Bob are doing very well at the moment. That's Just adjusting to um, having no sleep. Well, yeah. I'm actually getting reasonable amounts of sleep. That's good. My wife, Ali, maybe not so much. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So it four, is four kids. Is. Nice. Well done. Um, yeah. Doing your best to increase the population and uh, help the economy. Well done. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, Matt, so we haven't uh, got together for a few weeks to do the podcast, as I said already, and actually last weekend we had a guest speaker, Peter Pilt, who is a Baptist Care CEO, and he came and spoke with us. Um, Peter's actually an ex-pastor, and I think the message was really good uh, and engaging and challenging, I Mm. guess. Would you say it was challenging? Yeah, absolutely challenging. It was a great message. Yeah. So the passage was, the main passage was from Matthew 25, 31 to 46. And if anyone's familiar with this story, it was about the sheep and the goats, um, which you may not be familiar with, so we'll sort of highlight it a bit, I guess. Basically, Jesus is talking about the end of time and people coming before the throne to be judged, and he separates the sheep from the goats, basically. It's as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, it says that, that's what's going to happen. Mm. Um, one group was the sheep, and they were people who did amazingly good works, um, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And then there was another lot who didn't. Um, and some were refused to come into eternal life, which was the ones who didn't do anything for anybody, basically. So I guess when Peter started talking about it, he said, this passage is sort of scary, but also encouraging. Mm. Uh, and I, I'd say it, it is. like There's a few passages like this where you read in the Bible and you're like, you know what, I think I do need to be obedient to Christ. Mm. You know, Even though his blood covers us uh, from our sin, there's definitely a call to step up and live out our life as Christians. Um, yeah. So, Matt, mm. tell us about the sheep. What did they do? Well, the sheep... Um what does it say? Uh, it says in there that that um, you know um, when when we um, oh, where is it? Can't find it. I've lost it, Neil. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. It says you know for what, for I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you clo- uh, cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Mm. Um, and and there's the response of you know when when did we do that? When did we see you in those circumstances? 
Um, and, and he replies and says, I tell you the truth that when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it for me. Mm. Um, you so, know, so it's, it's just looking out for people, isn't it, really? Like yeah. it's, yeah. Okay, and so contrast that with the gates and then we'll, we'll sort of um, highlight a few things in that. Yep, um, so, so in terms of the goats, um, again, similar sort of thing. I was hungry, but you didn't feed me. Mm. I was thirsty and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger and you didn't invite me into your home. Uh, I was naked and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison and you didn't visit me. Um, so, yeah, same, same sort of response on the flip side, you know, mm. the op opportunity to, to help people and care for people. Um, and just ignoring it. Yeah. Yep. So when you look at that, it's it's quite funny. Both of them have this surprised exclamation, you know, well, I don't remember seeing you, Jesus. Mm. But one group of people, the sheep, they were already doing lots of good stuff for people. Mm. And it wasn't though they were looking at, okay, here's my chance. I, I can see Jesus. Let me do it for him mm. as though they'll get some reward out of that. But they were actually surprised. They were like, well, wait a minute. I don't remember feeding you, Jesus. I don't remember mm. visiting you. Mm. And then on the other side, the goats are like, well, I don't remember seeing you, Jesus. But yep. at the same time, they didn't see anyone. Mm. And it sort of like it really highlights to me the fact that those that did those good works weren't doing it for reward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, good point. Yeah, they weren't trying to be seen by Jesus to be doing it for him. And mm. And they were actually surprised. They they thought maybe they're that humility sort of thing that I'm actually not really doing anything for you, God, and just living their life, helping people, doing the right mm. things. Mm. Um, yet it seems to me, Matt, like Jesus takes it pretty personally. Yeah, absolutely. Looks yeah. that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so the things that Jesus is asking them to do there, what do you... Or, or when he says, you know, this is the things that you did do and these are the things you didn't do, mm. basically the same list. But what what sort of sticks out to you when you see that list? Well, it's just everyday sort of compassion, caring for people, mm. looking looking for people's needs and, and filling filling the void, you know. Like it's not, I, I guess there's no, no uh, real acts of grandeur or anything like that. Like it's just giving someone something to eat if they're hungry, giving them a drink mm. if they're thirsty, you know, yep. um, in, inviting them into their into your home if, if someone's weary or, you know, just needs a place to, to rest for a bit or whatever, you know, like it's it's just stuff that's really easy or can be really easy for us to do. Mm. Um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't require us to go and do a whole heap of, training or yeah you that's know, true or, yeah. Yeah, a course on how to give someone a drink that's right that's right <laughs> yeah yeah it's that's true it's very simple mm. and yet often i think i don't know what it's been like for you but throughout my christian life there's always this big challenge you know what i mean and, mm. and i i agree that we should challenge ourselves to big things and and those sorts of things but um we can often feel less than yeah, because we're not doing these amazing things that someone else is doing, and feel, you know, as though my Christian walk obviously isn't as good as someone else. Mm. Um, yet, perhaps even like if you think about the parable of the Good Samaritan, um, and you compare those people, you had like the priest walking past and, you know, ignoring a person that was in trouble. Yeah, and then someone who was basically an outcast, a Samaritan. 
uh, walking past this guy that's bleeding and dying on the road and going over and helping him. And, like, if you looked at that naturally, you'd go, well, the priest guy, he's, he's in with God, mm. right? He's the man. He's got his priesthood. He's got people following him. He knows the word of God and things like that. And our natural assumption is that that person is close to God, but it doesn't seem that that's actually really true. Mm. Well, what do you think? Cer- that? Certainly, in that that instance, I mean, I think there's there's a there's a comparison there that that is like almost like in my mind the the Pharisee type view of of you know they look good on the outside, but on the inside they're rotten. It's yeah. all about it's all about power and position, and you know mm. I'm. I'm too good to to possibly stoop down and and help you, yeah. Because um, I've got more important things to do, um, you know. And I think there's a there's that sort of high and mighty sort of attitude. And I just think back to to the message that Mal Good shared with us a number of weeks ago, which is the last podcast we talked mm. about when he was when he was talking about how we're created from dust, yeah. You know, and and we have this, you know, just that reminder that you know we're actually not as important yeah, maybe as we true. think we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just I, I guess the, the, the thing is that we're just um, you know, we can do we can do anything to serve to serve God really. Yeah. Just looking after people and, and looking out for them and you know, I love that verse that says, you know, do do all things as though you're doing it for Christ. Yeah. And, you know, I know I know this passage really points out that, that they people weren't aware that what they were doing was for, for God, but Having having that attitude of actually everything that you're doing is actually for Christ really impacts the way that you you treat that and and I think even more so with this is is viewing everyone around us as though they were Christ. Yeah, you know they true. might they not might not be doing the things that Christ would do, mm. but viewing people as the way that you would view Christ and how how you know if if this person in front of me in this situation was actually Jesus, how would I respond in this situation? Yeah, and having that frame of mind and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a real challenge, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You're right. And and to think it's not just we're doing it for Christ, but in this case, you're saying you're doing it to Christ. To Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. like crazy. It's like the, it's like the classic. You know, we, you know, when I was I was a, a youth and growing up through church and stuff, there was always this challenge to be Jesus with skin on. But I think yeah. the challenge is actually that other people are Jesus yeah. with skin on. You yeah, know, like right. it's. They were, they were all sort of made in the image of God. That's right. That's right. And yeah. and precious to him, mm. no matter what. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I like yeah. that. That's good Good thoughts, Matt. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 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 um, and again, it's like going back to that thing of like, we can get so lost even in ministry mm. that we forget that ministry is actually people. Yeah, true. It's relationship yep. and things like that. So, for example, you're obviously in the music team and stuff like that. It could be very easy to go, oh, well, we're in the music team and we're worshipping God and serving God there. But the the point is always Jesus mm. and it's always the people that you're serving. So mm. I've I've sort of been thinking about it lately, you know, and like when you think about, oh, so which team are you leading? It should be like, which team are you serving? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the way Jesus saw it, that, you know, if you're the greatest, you're the least. So it's like, mm. why are we leading to actually promote others, to get them to be better, to grow them in Christ? Yeah. And honestly, like I think about it, like, you know, even if I produced better leaders than myself or, or whatever as a, as a leader, I'd never be out of a job. 
No. Because there's always produced better leaders than me, mm. which is fine, you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, but it, it's like basically grow people into Christ the best that we can. And that's the whole point of ministry. Um, and to look after people and love them. And I think sometimes, like, definitely that, that word busy yeah. helps us to neglect doing what Christ wants. Yeah, absolutely. It's selfish, really. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think Peter talked about that in terms of like there's in this story there's only two categories. There's sheep yeah. and goats. Yeah. And he talked about another category that a lot of Christians want to be. Um and he had some points there that um I, I can't remember them all. Can you remember yeah. any of them? Oh some I oh, not not specifically, but you know, like things like oh, I'm the sheep that that's just getting my finances in order and so I can't give right now and yeah. and the the well, oh, there was another one. I've just I've just just got married or something and uh, I can't commit to that right now and you yeah. know that sort of sheep and you know it's a real real challenge of of the excuses that we we put in place that stop us from from serving and and honoring God you know and and again I think that just that that reminder that it's not this massive big thing that we have to do but it's just the mm. the sort of everyday caring for people you know yeah handing out a glass of water yeah um yeah, and and let's face it, like, if people cared for one another, they'd love to be part of your community. Yeah, yeah. A lot more than if you were great in your productions. No, that's uh, right. You, you can attract crowds and people will come through, but a community that really loves one another, yep. that's special. Yeah. And, and to aim for that. Yep. Yeah, I like that. And so it's almost like some people have this intention to be a sheep, but they're actually not. It's like, oh, I intended to, I was going to, I would have, I could mm. have, but at the end of the day, when we get before Christ, that's not going to be good enough. It's like, well, it's no good going through life with the I would have, yeah, I could have, but I didn't. Like you didn't. That's it. Our intentions are not our actions, and to just really try and work on being that loving person, mm. doing the simple things um, that are to Christ. I mean. Actually, when I read that, it does encourage me a bit, like, because I'm thinking, yeah, have I given anyone water, whatever? Yeah, and it's like, well, actually, yeah, you did it to me. I never really thought of that either. You know, it's like you're just trying to look after someone, but Jesus takes it personally. And there's a passage in Isaiah that he brought up, Matt, um, about that as well. And yep. and just the difference between, you know, the outward and the inward. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, so that was... Um in Isaiah 1, uh, verse 17, it says, Learn to do good and seek justice. Rebuke the oppressor and defend the fatherless and plead for the widow. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. just, again, just caring for people. Yeah. You know, and, and especially those that are in, in positions of, of real struggle. You know, you think yeah. about caring for the fatherless, you know, the, the orphan, um, you know, the widow, the, the one who, you know, has lost her husband. Maybe she's got kids, you know, and trying to make ends meet and all that kind of stuff. But again, it's, you know, it's just having, being in that position of being um, compassionate, you mm. know, and, and seeking opportunities just to care for, for people to, as you said before, just to be a community that loves on people, yeah. to, to love one another and, and, and people be drawn in, into that. Um, because, because, I mean, I guess the reality is that society's very, now is very self-focused. It's more about, 
you know, if I if I do this, what you know, what's my reward? Am I gonna, you know, what's my praise? You know, look at me, look at what mm. I'm doing, or or even I'm, you know, the, the the other side. You know, I'm I'm too busy. Yeah. You know, I can't possibly do that. Yep. Um. You know, or I'm I'm too important. Yeah, I mean, true. I'm too important to help help you with your problems. Yeah, how dare um, you take me to the gutter? Yeah, <laughs> true. Eh? Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome, Matt. So I think it was a great message, very challenging, mm. yeah. um, and but also gay, encouraging to just do the little things. And like you said, Matt, already, there's no big deal things in there. It's not like yeah. you know, burn your body for someone else or yeah, you know, whatever, sell everything you got. It was like. Just give someone a drink, please. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just, I guess, the just a reminder to be in that place of, of looking for opportunities to do that. Yeah. You know? At work, make a colleague a cup of coffee or, a, yeah. you know? Just the the really easy, easy things. You know, yeah. take some time, sit down and have a chat, you know? Yeah. And. Yep. Because prison can yeah. be a whole lot of different things. Like, we, we oh, always absolutely. go to prison yeah. being behind bars, but. If someone's trapped in an emotional mm. state or, you know, yeah. there's a whole lot of different prisons where it's trapped in fear. Yeah, for sure. There's all those things as well. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's read. I just want to read the that passage in Isaiah from verse 11 onwards. Um, yeah. And then we can finish up there. So it's Isaiah 1, verse 11 to 17. Uh, what makes you think I want all your sacrifices, says the Lord? I'm sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs of goats. When you come to worship me, who asks you to pray through my courts with all your ceremony? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As for your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath and your special days of fasting, they're all sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. I hate your new moon celebrations and your annual festivals. They're a burden to me. I cannot stand them. When you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen for, your, listen, for your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Wash yourselves and be clean. Get your sins out of my sight. Give up all your evil ways. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Help the oppressed. Defend the cause of orphans. Fight for the rights of widows. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge for us. Certainly is. <laughs> Certainly is. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening in and... Uh, We'll catch you at episode 21.